Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to the Fire Up Show, Community Radio 3CR. How are you going, Bill? Morning, Neil. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, and. Morning, Neil. What's Billy doing behind the jump? Where's, uh, there's about 50 of us in this room, mate. And, uh, uh, another seven. Then, uh, we've got, on we've mic. got limited microphones. I've got Smarty. How are you, Surf? Look, it's, um, it's great to be back. Um, you know, like last time I, I wasn't here because, um, I was detained down in, down in Geelong. I, um, got a couple of invitations down there, big events. They, uh, um, they had some electric stairs they opened up, which we know them as escalators. But it was they all around you, there, You know what I mean? And then they, uh, hey, mate, they unveiled a traffic light. Well, apparently, Tez, they told you to turn left at Durand, but you just kept going round and round and round. Well, the traffic light wasn't turned on. And that was okay, but when I went back and found my car, the wheels were gone, and so it was a motor. So uh, Geelong hasn't changed, has it? It's just the uh, same, same, same caper, isn't it? Yeah, Morning, boy. Simon. Morning, boys. How are we? Paris, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Neil. Very good. And we've got a special guest today. Young um, Johnny Hats- Haters, isn't it? Haters. Johnny Haters. That's Someone's, the one. Some people call you Hatters. And, but uh, Johnny's uh, a bit like yourself, Paris. He's a, one of the younger boys coming through. and uh, Another one of our younger stewards, Neil. Younger stewards and going to have a bright future with the union. Yeah, yeah definitely. They look older, mate. Good morning, everybody. Great to be here. Oh, a, lot younger, <laughs> a lot younger, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Buzzer. Sorry, All right, Ian. So, uh, delegates meeting today, mate. Got a delegates meeting, Neil. Yeah, uh, good feel about it. Probably get between 40 to 50 of the boys down and uh, discuss what's happening in the industry. Obviously, there's a lot of work. But uh, some of as we discussed at the committee meeting the other night, Tess, some of these, these, some of our subcontractors are getting a bit cheeky. Getting uh, one, one of the, have a look at the, they've all signed the EBA and they just want to twist it to suit themselves. So um, some of our boys need to bid on the need to be be a bid on the ball. Yes, and they um, they take advantage. You know they um, you know you never um, you never take advantage, and uh, they have, and um, so they need to be uh, pulling the line in, and uh, they believe that they can have one break and work to three o'clock. Some of these companies, and um, well, it's not. Everyone wants a new beer. Everyone signs a new beer. But they want to have a cake it. and eat it too, Tess. That's what it is, mate. Cake and eat it too, Bill. I reckon you'll have a few cakes and eat them. Oh, right, I don't like that. Believe <laughs> like it or not, mate. Come on. Don't get personal. <laughs> well, Remember, you, it's you, a small room in here, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm near the door, Bill. No, you're spot on there, uh, Tez. It's a bad habit that's starting to spread through the industry, the one break. I know the CMFU boys addressed it the other day at the air shop, yours, mate. No doubt. No doubt, Big Andy will uh, tomorrow, and uh, we've got to put a stop to it. Um, the boys are only ripping themselves off. Um, the paid break was hard, hard fought uh, victory by the, the members before us. Um, so, yeah, we need to stop the one break. Um, it clearly, clearly states in the ABA, one break, 2.30 knock. Well, well unfortunately, Simon, because of the amount of words coming in, well, it's good, I suppose, but we're getting a lot of influx of people from the housing industry and all blokes coming in that uh, just haven't fought for the conditions they've got and they see they're quite happy to, to rot, you know, twist it around to suit themselves. But uh, we're not copping it, right? We're not going to cop it. And uh, I know Neil had a... Had a discussion on 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 site yesterday with some blokes, and uh, 
as he pointed out, how many of them actually chain themselves to a fence to get the conditions or for with a lot of blokes that have passed away or retired or nearly tied, Tess, nearly retired, have uh, fought long and hard. I know I started in 79 and it was in the thick of it back then and Neil, you were around and Ted's definitely were, but the rest of you were a little bit younger and half your luck, but some of these blokes are just taking it for granted and uh, maybe we've been a little bit too successful, Neil. Well, in I think in ourselves. it's come very easy, and When you're picking up 5 and 6% pay rises since 1999, this, this union's been, you know, it's been... Proactive. Very successful. 36-hour week was also one in that time. Um, <clears throat> our agreements are second to none in the world. For plumbers anywhere in the world, we've probably got the best working conditions. So a lot of the young fellas, not their fault. They've had it handed to them. But... Um, but uh, on the job yeah. I was on yesterday, and, and not all the blokes, but a lot of these younger boys that have come from domestic, and because they can't, whatever reason, they've got to pick the kids up from childcare or whatever, um, you know, to really just spit the dummy and sook up, it's, it's really, it's really quite, know, quite pathetic. What you're talking about, you know, chaining yourself to the fence and that, you know, like I had a bit of trouble with Julius Caesar when I changed myself to the Colosseum, but um, <laughs> we've got the conditions in the end, but anyway. That's I thought it was more like Spartacus. Yeah, it wasn't Spartacus, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that in for Caesar. Hey? <laughs> yeah, no good. Yeah, yeah. Mark Anthony done a number on him, but um, but no, you're right. Look and look, and I, I I look at our past players and some of the old blokes that I catch up with every now and again, and you know, and I just think Jesus, thank Christ, these blokes were around when I was coming through the trade. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and um, you know, I started in in '66 and I joined the union in '67 and been there right through and I've seen some I've seen some great blokes come and go and you know and they're fought hard you know on the bench on the bench on the grass six weeks seven weeks at a time just to fight for your sick leave just to fight for your your holiday pay you never got paid public holidays you've got you know it's just and 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 these guys in the in the 70s and 80s and Billy Davis and all them fellas and Freddie Lack mate they're just on the front front foot and they just got good conditions and and we can't give them away. That's right. We Smart. can't That's give them right. away. We won't get them back, mate. We won't no. get them back. No, you no. won't get them back. Well, yeah. once they go, they're gone forever. There's no way known you'll get any of the conditions. And it's about them. educating these younger fellas, you know what I mean? And so those younger blokes are going to be older blokes down the track. That's exactly and, uh, well, they, and they'll, they'll want that 15-minute break. You know, well, it's all about educating them. Instead of having the one break in, in a four-hour well, spell. Well, they, well, they inherited Simon. They've got a responsibility to, to you know, maintain it. Well, you know, what, I'll tell you something. You can sit in front of all these guys. You can sit in, you know, a hundred plumbers sitting on the job, and you know, like we all know what what the caper is with with um with um sanitary companies. They love to employ the guys out of the cottage industry, and they've come from say twenty two, twenty three bucks an hour, or thirty bucks an hour to forty odd bucks an hour. Yep. They think that the likes of them bosses have gave that to them. You know what I mean? Mm. And you can sit up there, you can preach all you like, and it just goes straight in some of their thick heads. Yep. You know what I mean? It comes straight well, back out again. A couple of blokes were actually quite rapt to get have the two breaks down because one of them said, young, young fellow said, mate, I get, I get hungry. He goes, oh, I want to have... Seriously, he said that, I get hungry. Yeah. But you get one bloke who might be the dominating force in that group and next yeah. minute they're all got to do what he says. Yeah, that's, that's right. what happens. Right? That's, yeah. right. that's exactly right. Some of those people end up getting a quip across the ears now. But anyway, what's happening, Tom? Oh, mate, we had a good meeting yesterday, Ann, didn't we? We did. With, um, we did. With uh, down the, the tunnel, um, some discussions down there about um, the works uh, moving forward with the works that we'll be involved in. Um, we'll, we'll have a lot of members down there by the sound of things um, in the near future. A lot of sprinkler fitters, a lot of uh, mechanical plumbers. Yeah, we will. Not so many sanitary, but um, but they're all our members. All, all our a members. Bit yeah. of rivers, all, all trades. Rivers, yep. But uh, it sounds like it's going to be a ripper job, Neil. Uh, Simon, sorry, yep. and. Uh, 
Oh, it can be a rip job for me too, Ant. Well, it can, Neil, but you weren't, you weren't in the conversation yesterday. So. Picking your nose. So it'll be a good one, and we've got to get the right people down there. That's right, us. mate. Yeah, it's, uh, the scope of works down there is just unbelievable. What uh, what they were telling us yesterday, up to five thousand yeah. men on that project. So mm. they, gave them all, uh, they gave them all a shovel and a pick. <laughs> yeah, you look at about ten dollars Simon. Nine fifty is going to peak at, and there's it's. I think it's seven fifty at the moment, and then it's going to rise. There's some discussion about. Two dollars going into the IncoLink um, fund per hour, so yeah, I don't know. But we're not we're not one hundred percent. Not one hundred percent at all. It's and, still been. There's a couple. And, of, uh, is it going to be a shift? There? More than likely now. Oh, dare, dare say more, two more shifts, mate. Yeah. You want the night shift now? Well, look, I mean, geez, how good's that money on that night shift? There'll probably be a lot of jostling for you know blokes who'd love to get on that. Well, having a stewards, mate, they were fifty stewards, we probably forty nine of them line up to get on it. <laughs> forty eight end doesn't concern me. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, that was good, mate. Um, we sort of got our head, heads around it, and we um, the scope of works and what we'd be sort of looking at up mm. there, and uh, the amount of sprinkler fitters that um, that will need to do that job. So it was good. Well, it was. We worked out that uh, whatever one company gets, they'll be able to do it. They probably won't be able to do anything else, but uh, but we'll work. We'll work through that. And, and that was uh, the major concern, wasn't it? There's not going to be enough fitters. It is. So. It is. Anyway, it's a good problem to have. Well, it is a good problem, and uh, it's lucky again that the union's got the fire school because we can train them up. Exactly, Neil. And we can get them out there, and we can uh, pump them through that school, and I think... Well, it's all about timing. I mean, whatever company does get get the contract, and there's been no companies mentioned, regardless of what some of the bigger companies are saying out there. But um, it'll be 12 months or 18 months away, and... Wherever they get, I mean, they're just going to have to plan around it and work out their get their workforce in order. So, I mean, they'll still be able to do other work, of course, but the majority of their their workforce will be on that particular job. Total fire are coming back. They tell me, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry, please, please. The laughter will be wrapped. He's <laughs> coming back into retirement. Oh, yeah, yeah, young Paris, how are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, good, thank you, Neil. You've now been on the road uh, a month? Yeah, about a month now, which is good. And uh, going it, I know that Andy's taking you under the wing. And yeah, yeah, a few boys have been out with Billy, have been, been out with, with quite a few uh, organisers, which is good. Seen some things, that's for sure. But one thing we're doing at the Plumbers Union is we're getting back to basics, and that's to service our members, getting out to as many jobs as we can. So sing out to all those boys that might not be on a multi-storey tower. They might be on a little factory out in Truganina, or they might be on a little... Uh, you know, four-storey apartment building. They're still our members. That's we right, get onto those right. jobs. And the point we're trying to get across is you've all got our telephone numbers. Any organiser uh, worth his weight in stock will do a U-turn on the Westgate Bridge <laughs> if it means he can, <laughs> you know, service a member 100%. I pulled a handbrake the other day on one of them roundabouts that, that foiled Terry. Yeah, I was there for half an hour until I worked out which way to go, but I got there eventually. So, you know, even though you might be on a smaller job, you're still entitled to everything that's in our agreement and well, make sure... representation. 100%, but, you know, and, and the boys love to see an organiser on site, go in there, have a chin wag, you know, um, chat to them about what's going on in the industry, but sing out to the boys that went down to Link Apartments, ABD, in uh, Russell Street, Essendon, they're, they're getting looked after like Melbourne Cup favourites there by the CFMU rep, Alan, good old Alan. So sing out to you. I saw Johnny Duggan there as well. Uh, he, he's on the crane. There was a few old boys in the alley, Max, so it's good to see uh, a few of the old boys still getting around. And uh, Elite Air was down there, Walker Plumbing and South East Fire, and, you know, they were wrapped to just have a, have a good conversation about what's coming up. Uh, good very, good, very good, very good. Uh, report, very good. Paris. <laughs> 
They, hang on, I'm still going on. Get, oh, get this, because I went in there. You've been going to money. You want to take over? I went in there. I went in there to get. Take a step back, will I? I went in there to check out their amenities and get this. They're all in the old. Uh, Ukrainian Association of Victoria. So they're in this grand old ballroom up on about the fourth level of this old building. They've got beautiful torts there, a, a urinal that's about 25 metres long. So obviously the Ukrainians knew how to have a piss after a few fucking brandy vinos or whatever they're I drinking. Didn't, I, didn't, you know I, I knew mean? how to take the piss. Well, no, but bloody, no, they've done a good job. So, yeah, good as gold. Oh, well, 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 good report. Uh, in the, hey, great report. Am I to speak? Yeah? You can speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put your hand up here. Johnny Boy. Yes. Now, you've been out of action about nearly 12 months now. You fell over or whatever it was you'd done doing the Zuba group. I was doing the Zuba Dundee, mate. Yeah, and uh, ripped your Achilles. Now, you've had a bit of bad luck because uh, the initial report was that it would fix itself and obviously that didn't happen and you ended up getting right. a, a surgery on it. And uh, So you haven't been on site for a while, but you've always been keeping in contact with us and yep. uh, we'll have a job for you once you're ready to get back. And, uh, how are you finding this year as a young fellow coming through, mate? Yeah, it's um, it's come a long way since I've um, I've started. I started in 1999 as a first year apprentice, and um, I was working on the job. Um, first job I ever had in the industry was down in Port Melbourne, um, Station Pier, and I was on the shovel for about a year, which was a good thing because it was bloody cold out there. I tell you, shovel um, during the, the winter. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's um. Yeah, it's come a long way. Things have changed, obviously, but like you boys have um, discussed earlier, that you know, young fellas are coming into the industry, and um, they think it's all just handed to them by the bosses, which isn't the case. You know, I've been reading a bit of a few books now on um, on uh, working class struggles in Australia. You know, starting off in 1856 with the Eureka Stockade. Um, it's been a good read, actually, a couple of books, oh, but. Yeah, that's it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, it goes on. Goes on talk about um, the eight, eight, and eight, and all Just that sort of all that sort of jazz. But Beautiful. yeah, so it's been it's been good. Um, but yeah, just this young activist thing that we've been talking about is a really good thing for young members to come in, take grasp of their union, and and get involved. So yeah. You have been too, Johnny. You're a very familiar face around the union now. Um, you're always at the meetings, mate. You've um, always putting up your hand to give the give the union a chop out when we need it. So it's, yeah, it's good to see it, mate. And um, there's a few other blokes in, it in the same gang as you that um, will be well, looked after. So tell us a little bit more about the young activists you're getting up, mate. So uh, similar to the CFMEU boys. Yeah, it could be uh, similar to that. You know, getting the young guys coming in under 35s or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, coming in and just talking about our union. Just missing. You. Um, you know, a bit of history behind how we how we got all these conditions and rights and all that and sort of stuff. That's good, and we'll get you to go through the agreements and whatnot. All the younger blokes like Timmy Jovic. Yeah. We might. Under thirty five, are you? Uh, well, he's under thirty five, isn't he? Mentally. Well, that knocks me out as well, so fuck. <laughs> hey! Tez, <laughs> you qualify, mate. Right? You, you, you knowledge like drop, knowledge drop the F word, uh, Paris. All right. That's before that's, seven o'clock. That's a warning. That's all right. That's his kid's chat. So, yeah. So, no, good on you, Blake. So, you know, it's, it's a good idea and um, part of spreading the word of what it's all about. So, we might look at changing a name from Young Athlete. We don't want to pinch you off the surface. We don't want to pinch their glory. But, uh, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll look into it. No, that's right. And it is about 
giving the boys a, a voice or and, and girls, anyone that wants to be a part of it, <clears throat> get involved. So we're, well, we're basically not, giving you a forum to do that. There's That's quite exactly a few right. young young hundred um, percent young females doing apprenticeships out there. I know there's a young female apprentice sprinkler fitter well, and another young young lady working for Snivel uh, Signal and Hobbs. And uh, Andy, I think you you correspond with a female organizer in South Australia over fire. You've, uh, we've yes, got, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. So yes. there is there is plenty of female uh, activists out well, there. You know, young Erin over in South Australia put her hand up in the, at the, the elections, and uh, she was duly elected. And she, you know, she's she's having a crack. Don't worry about that. She's she's going all going all out, um, getting around and organising. So she's put her hand up and good on her. You know? That's right. Good. So on. the future's not just you know for us for for males. We don't want it the same as a male dominant area. But uh, good the opportunities the there, that's what it you're is. saying. That's yeah, and, and that's why we take umbrage to any builder that doesn't want to have equal opportunity, especially with amenities and stuff well, like amenities, that. Yeah. We we are gone to the days where you can just sort of, you know, have a have a bloody builder in front of the door keeping out the blokes so that Sheila can go to the no, bathroom. Well, we don't want that at all. We want yeah. tours for everyone and it goes, it goes without saying. Show that's exactly right. That's what it's all about. Well, it's great talk. And, uh, and uh, I know in your younger day, and you uh, used to love ACDC, mate. Still do. Your brother was a, I think you had long hair and your brother was a skinhead, was that Correct. right? Yep, uh, two brothers were skinheads. They used to beat you up. They did. And they probably used to play this song. Yeah, and when they grew their hair, I used to shave it. <laughs> anyway, he's a bit of the old Akadaka. Welcome back. Mate, Andrew's in, hey? Yeah, cheerio time. So Larry and my two boys are coming in together and Billy's driving in young Jack. He's probably there by now. Yeah. No, it's uh, not to take a sickie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not there, so they probably slept in. That's what they tell you, No, good on them. And, uh, we better say hello to our old mate Killer, who's been laid up with a, a crook back. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's been just on, ongoing, ongoing. Well, I spoke to him yesterday, and he's... he's you know, he's home, Bill. He's home. He's gone through a hard time. He's, he's, I think he's home. He's, he lost his sister, didn't he? His sister yeah, he passed away, and yep. uh, he's been, well, we've seen him at organisers' meetings, getting trying to get around a little old Quasimodo there after time laying on the ground trying to get his back right. Yep. He ended up in hospital and unable to walk, so... All the best, Killer, and I hope you get back soon. Well, the good news about his area is Curly's filled in brilliantly, mate. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Paris, we've had some discussions with Killer, uh, with Curly. Yeah, we have. He, he, he likes a particular job on Burwood Road. He goes to yes, Uni. He likes that job a fair bit. He, he, he's got one, one plumber on it, and it's the most well represented plumber in Australia. <laughs> I think, I think well, about, he does that. He done that in Footscray. He's got about 10 flags out there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Chinese Emporium job also was the most well represented yeah. three plumbers. Yeah. But no, he's getting around and... Uh, well, they well, need representation, Paris. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm doing the same thing, so I love that job as well. You know, I even drive all the way up to Burwood. Yep. It's a good know, job. Let's uh, get as many organisers down there as possible. I think he's possible. heading out to the Glen today, Son. <laughs> Just hang on a minute, that's my job. Shrine, he's been there. Uh, <laughs> no, that's he, mine. He's actually... We'll there, mate. He's officially been handed that job over because uh, <laughs> as, as a lot of the 
listeners don't know, Simon likes to have the big jobs in everyone else's area, <laughs> plus his own area. I don't think that I'll give you everything I'll, I'll else. Yeah. I'll take that right. job, that job, and that job. I've got a job. box factory in Truganini. You can have that as well if you want. Anything, anything, anything under... 70 plumbers, Simon just doesn't go there. Well, he, blinkers on. The blinkers. Simon's the big, he's the big, he's the big shot in the union next end, and uh, he's the one that goes for those big jobs. And, and so uh, what about, what about Billy Ramsey? He's the next big shot. Well, he's trying well, to cut Billy out. He's trying to cut Billy out. Is he? Yeah. Trying to do a number on Bill. Well, that's Simon goes from there. That's an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. Speaking of big jobs, Neil, I was down at the Portsea, <laughs> Portsea Life Saving Club the other day. And, uh, as that's pa- a big job, as, eh? As Paris mentioned before, some of these smaller jobs, the members love to see your face, but uh, the builders sort of... <laughs> Yeah, like it, was, yeah, it, was six, it was it was seven o'clock on a Saturday night, that yeah. time. So some roll off the red carpet and others well, don't, eh? They, they saw Harold Hop down there. Did they? Yeah, walk along the beach. Fair income. Yeah. Did he come back again? Yeah. Mate, people have seen him down there for years, haven't they? You went missing us. On a serious note, I was down there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was serious. And uh, the good old company, Island Brown. You had much to do with them, Neil, over the years? Oh, oh, I have. We all have recently, mate. Dealings with them, mate. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. We weren't down there. They weren't happy to see us. And um, No red carpet? Really? No nah. red carpet? No red carpet at all. Threatened us with everything under the sun. But we went through the right procedure and you know put in the paperwork and whatnot and yep. uh, went down onto the job. And they were pouring these uh, shutters, five-metre-high shutters with a scaffold built at um, about 200 mil underneath the height of the shutter with no fall protection. Bamboo? Oh, may as well have been smarty. But, um, so we, we mentioned to the builder, where's their fall protection? And uh, there basically was none. There was a handrail behind them. They, I said, what if the, the concrete pump hits them and they go over the edge? Oh, well, you know, bad luck, basically. Sand June at the Sand bottom. June. I said, what if it hits them and they land on the on the deck, on the on the um, scaff deck? Oh, we'll, we'll get them off the scaff deck. I said, how are you going to get them off the scaff deck? Down the scaffold ladder. I said, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing how you do that. I said, how are you going to do it? And they said, oh, well, time to the, the um, stretcher. I said, <laughs> I said, is that right? I said, where is your stretcher? And he scratched his head. And he said, we haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio, back up, to, back up to the first aid room. And anyway, WorkSafe got involved in that. I think about it. And um, yeah, anyway. Hang on. They didn't hang have on. a stretcher. No first aid. They have first aid facility. First aid facility was absolutely de- deplorable. It was um, the, the wash down in the first aid. Actually, the first aid shed was in the Smoko huts. Uh, the boys were washing their cuts and you know abrasions in the, in the sink that they were making their coffee and tea out of. There was no um, bench uh, or you know um, stretcher. stretcher bench. There's no stretcher on site. Minimal first aid box, so it was a disgrace. First, but, um, as I said, a few band aids. That's about it. Don't yeah, you? but hang on, though, hang on. You got to you, you got to look at it's a life saving club. Someone gets hurt, you think there'd be someone there with a reel and a hat on to run around, wouldn't they? Terry, they were building the job that's like a flag. That's okay, see? That's why why no one's ever dreamed between the flags, because 100 metres are back up the scene, aren't they? They don't go near the water, them flags. Very disappointing on Island Brown's behalf, you know. um, It's typical of those... Those second, they like to say they're second tier, but they're probably third or fourth tier. It's the way they operate, and uh, they have no regard for the blokes. They just get That's the right. job done. Blokes health and safety. And uh, unfortunately, some of the blokes, you know, they, they don't help themselves, but... Anyway, that's that's what our job is going. And well, good on you, Simon. And that's why they don't want you in there, Simon. That's well, right, absolutely. Yeah. They had had to, I knew they had something to write as soon as I turned up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, they weren't being very uh, cooperative. You know, that's right. So, Johnny. Yes, Andy. Uh, when do you look like we've seen you back on back on deck, mate? Um, well, I went and seen the specialist yesterday, and he's um, yeah, he had a look at it. I've got another appointment in three weeks, but if it was up to me, I'll be back tomorrow. To tell you the truth, but you've got to take what the doctor says. So. Um, yeah, just 
just on that note, um, I like to bring up with our members, uh, I've been on income protection for all, for a little time now, and um, it's been a long and bumpy road to recovery, but um, yeah, one of the benefits of being a union member is, um, and working for a good EBA company is under the, our agreement, we've got a thing called income protection. So, you know, it's, um, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have that, I'll tell you that much. But um, well, like that, how'd you be up Ship's Creek? Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. See, they, um, yep. see, the bosses didn't didn't give you that, Johnny. It was um, the union that fought for that over the years. And someone told me um, the surgeon that's done your foot, um, your foot's on back to front. Who? Uh, <laughs> who I was, wouldn't be surprised. That's was, just my who luck. Was, who, who was the surgeon, Stevie Wonder? <laughs> that's the one. Well, until you need it, you don't realise how important you, that's it right. is. Well, yeah, you're a prime me. example, Johnny, yeah. of one of you know the recipient of the benefits of the industry. Hundred percent, and you know it's 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 there for it's, our protection. That's well, it is. There. It's there to look after the blokes, and you know, if, as you said, if, if it wasn't for that, you'd, you'd be in all sorts of drama. Hundred percent, and um, and that's the other thing as well. Like that's the first time I've ever been on income protection, and a lot of our members out there um, that don't know about it, all you need to do, and I've done the same thing, is just pick up the phone. You don't understand how it works. Speak to your um, organizer, or call into um, to the office, and uh, Gibbo, um, Steve. Um, Chris Rock, sorry, Steve Rocco and Chris Giblin um, will help you out because they helped me out heaps. So, yeah. Well, Steve, you picked up the phone, you rang your organiser, which was me, and I said, ring Gibbo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the majority of us do, Andy. So, so Bill, look, mate, I know you're, you're going to be uh, taking over the refridge stuff when Norm uh, one day vacates the position, but and you've been sort of, Andy's given you that role. Yep. How are you going with your negotiations here? With Well, that's the plan. Um, I'm out um, City in Mulgrave. City, um, that's a refrigeration agreement they're doing with um, City, who does all the work for Coles. Uh, the current, um, where it's at now, is basically it's gone to a vote, the agreement. We told them it wouldn't get up. Sure enough, it didn't get up. So back to the negotiating table, and off we go again. And what did they offer the blokes, mate? Um, well, there's two agreements I'm doing there. Look, the refrigeration one was, you know, Borderline, they just got to, it's more about the conditions than the wages. But the other maintenance agreement I'm doing out there, which I was out there yesterday, all day having meetings, um, they just offered uh, two, 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 and two, eight percent over four years. Richie Benno, there you go, <laughs> mate. There you go. But anyhow, um, and you know, we just told them straight out that we don't accept it. Well, well, two, 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 and two, and yep. the plumbers have been getting fives and sixes for yep. 20 years. Exactly. And that's why you hang on to your conditions. That's exactly right. But they think it's um, a fair offer. <laughs> we just told them straight out, don't accept. Well, it's good. What you're doing is you're letting the listeners know, Billy, that it's not just construction that we're involved correct, in. Correct, correct. You're getting into the other industries, and it's regardless of what some of our members think, organisers do get out and do other stuff. You don't just drive around drinking and, 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 and it's your a, finger And it is a long process, and you know what I mean? It is. Like it it's, is it's months. Simon's months, been through it himself. Yep, months and months, you know, and every time you go out there, it's minimum a day. Parish your blacklist of a swearing. Simon, to finish it off. <laughs> just to finish off, uh, I'd just like to say uh, cheerio to Sausage Fingers or old Kransky Snags. Hands. Snags. We um, joffer. Marble we, Mouth. <laughs> we voted him up last Thursday, didn't we, Ann? Did you get plenty of snags for today? Voted up off the floor, and uh, he'll be doing a great job out there for us at Cabroni. Well done, Joffrey. And on that, have a great week. Adios.